Hi, my name is Trinity Hadel, and today I'm here to discuss sleep deprivation regarding high school and college students, along with the negative outcomes that result from this issue. So, while researching the topic, I learned that the average teenager receives anywhere from 6 to 6.9 hours of sleep each night. Now, although some may believe that this number of hours guarantees plenty of sleep, it scientifically does not. This is the issue that people have yet to acknowledge. That being said, when people believe that six or so hours is enough sleep to tie them over for an entire day's worth of work and learning, that's where the problem is introduced. Truthfully, six hours is absolutely nothing compared to what is actually necessary in terms of the number of hours of sleep one must receive per night. The average teenager needs between eight to ten hours of sleep every night for proper performance and functioning throughout the 24-hour day because this time allows one to fully re-energize and recharge overnight for the following day. Personally, I continuously find myself wake or excuse me, stay, uh, staying up very late only to have to wake up quite early to start my day. Whether this be due to large homework loads, projects, other academic reasons, responsibilities at home, sports and commitments, working at my job, or downtime and relaxation for myself or just with my family, I constantly find trouble just going to bed at a reasonable time to receive the proper amount of sleep necessary for my own daily performance. So some people are going to question the real importance of sleep and why this is such a crucial topic. Sleep deprivation is more serious and concerning than most people can understand. Not only does sleep affect how one functions on a day-to-day basis and how one interacts with their peers, but it will also negatively affect one's health. Studies have proven that sleep deprivation may lead to the risk of the following. Heart attacks, heart diseases or heart failure, irregular heartbeat and blood pressure, diabetes, obesity or weight gain, strokes, mental illnesses including anxiety and depression also leading to insanity, and aging in skin that includes wrinkles, dark circles, baggy eyes, and even death. So when one encourages another to go to bed early or to get a good night's sleep, this is a very literal phrase because most people do not take it seriously or they just brush it to the side. However, sleep is not something to just take for granted. Sleeping is an essential and receiving a healthy amount of sleep each night guarantees more energy, a positive attitude, better focus and attention, as well as improved performance. Another suggestion would be to simply decrease involvement and participation in your committed activities and responsibilities, or just try to set schedules for sleep. And although this is an option, and it seems a lot easier than it truthfully is, it's really, it's not something that you can just change so rapidly. Because personally, I'm involved in countless activities that occupy me on a day-to-day basis. This includes my cheerleading for school, working at my own job, being the class president for a national charity league, also resulting in countless volunteer work per month, Um, my own academics, um, just chores and tasks I must do at home to help out, standardized tests and college preparations, and much more. The list literally goes on and on and on. So many people can relate to this because they're just so busy and occupied with all of their commitments and responsibilities that they must uphold as they grow older. And it's difficult to just throw these things to the side or to not pay attention to them. And it's harder than one thinks because to put all that to the side and just maintain 
a balanced sleeping schedule, you have to think, okay, well, if I want to get these set of hours, that might mean I have to sacrifice not doing something um, that's involved in my daily routine. So I could have all this homework. Well, if I want to get a good sleep, I may have to kind of put that homework to the side and try to focus on it for the next day, which really isn't that easy. So it's a lot harder than one thinks. And additionally, a person... Excuse me. Additionally, a person's body sets its own biological clock once they have entered their teenage years. And essentially, this means that basically the body develops a set time to go to bed and wake up on its own without an quote unquote, you know, outside force. So, not an alarm or another person to wake you up. Just naturally, by instinct and by, you know, nature, your body will go to sleep and wake up when it's ready. So, For example, my body hints that it's time to fall asleep anywhere from 11.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. in hopes of receiving my 8 to 9 hours of sleep, meaning I'd wake up anywhere from 8 to 8.30 a.m. And that's not always the case because some nights I stay up way later or some nights if I don't have anything going on as much as I do on other days, I can try to fall asleep a lot earlier, which will give me more sleep to wake up at a reasonable time for school that I have five out of seven days of the week. But... On a normal basis, my body tries to go to sleep around those times that I just mentioned. So, however, when I do try to fall asleep at an earlier time and wake up at an earlier time than my body is accustomed to, that's where it becomes a little difficult because with all the things that I have to do before my day is considered done or over, I can't always just go to sleep at the preferable times that I want because I have to make sure that my priorities are set in line for my own success and accomplishments. So by altering my body's biological clock set for my sleeping and waking, I'm just messing with my sleep schedule. Despite all these hardships that follow with sleep deprivation, however, there are ways to healthfully change habits which correlate to sleep scheduling. And I know it's not as easy because we're all each accustomed to our own daily routines and lifestyles, which aren't necessarily the easiest to change so suddenly. Um... But after speaking with my peers about this concern, some have suggested that school districts don't start any later than 8.15 a.m. This is just one idea. Um, And although this is not a dramatic difference in a school's start and end times, this time difference can actually greatly benefit students suffering from serious sleep deprivation. Because you may not realize it, but, you know, an extra 30 minutes to an hour of sleep can make a very helpful difference in one's performance throughout a day. So, but it's also... Uh, important to remember that it is not a school's responsibility to fix or alter a student's sleep schedule, you know, so we can't just throw this onto schools and think, oh, well, this is your fault because you start so early and then assign all this homework and um, other business that we have to do, you know, it's it's just not the school's problem. It's then you have to think, okay, sure, that is one suggestion that could be taken under the wing. However, it is your own personal confliction that you have to settle yourself so um yeah it's just an internal conflict that must be addressed and fixed by self-discipline so sleep deprivation is an extremely important topic and I think a lot of people don't really take it seriously or they don't necessarily know what sleep deprivation is you know you saying that you're tired or exhausted or sleepy all the time and constantly falling asleep in class or not feeling like your full self that you know that is hinting to, hey, you have sleep depression. So um, today, joining me are two students who attend Blue Valley North High School, Junior Seneca Jones and Junior Emmy Toronto. And these two are going to include their input regarding their personal sleep schedules and commitments that they're 
required to uphold as teens as well. So first, I'd like to ask, how many hours of sleep do you receive on average per night, and is this enough? Um, on average, I probably sleep around five, maybe five and a half Oh hours. my gosh. Sometimes four. <laughs> oh my gosh, and I definitely say that's not enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not sure you all. can agree. What about you, Emmy? Um, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, get, I get, like, I need at least well at least eight hours mm-hmm. to function that's good or else like if i go to bed past 11 or past 10 30 <laughs> nope it's, it's just it's nope. really bad yep. so i try to go to bed at like 9 30 10 and then wake mm. up at like 6 45 that's good so yeah. you get about like nine ish hours yeah. that's good so how much time is spent per week on your academics and then just other commitments and responsibilities that you have to uphold too many, too many. <laughs> well we have well, uh, all three of us have cheer, mm-hmm. and usually that's every night or every other night for three, two or three hours, Yeah. Um, depending on what we have coming up, like a competition or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have family stuff and yeah. mm-hmm. like an outside social life, so it just... You um, got to try to distribute time yeah. for everything. Yeah. yeah. It's really like stressful because whenever I think about my week, I already get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Mondays, Mondays and like Thursdays are like my free days, but mm-hmm. most likely we have cheer. Oh uh, yeah, like because we'll either like because it'll switch off from varsity and JV, so it's mm-hmm. like one has this day, one has this day, and then t- thir- Tuesdays I have therapy, and then Wednesdays I have. Um, Don't you have tutoring? Yeah, I have tutoring. Yeah. I go to tutoring, and then after that I go to practice. And I still have homework and stuff yep. like that. And then Friday we have games, so it's not Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's literally yeah. something every week. Yeah. yeah, I always look forward to the days where I know I can come home and just, yeah. like... Chill. Yeah, chill, get my stuff done, and then, you know, relax. So, does that time spent ever, like, disrupt your sleeping schedule or lead to, like, sleep loss? Or? Yeah, because whenever we have cheer till 10... Oh, yeah. I get home, have to shower, usually eat because I don't want to eat before cheer. Yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. And then do any homework that maybe I need to finish or even, like, look at my phone for a little bit. Like, yeah. a normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. wouldn't go to bed till like, 11, 11.30. And so, like, really on a normal night, I'd go to bed at 9.30. So it just kind of messes my whole sleep. Yeah, it just yeah. throws it off completely. Yeah. Yeah. So would you or would you have, like, ever considered yourself sleep-deprived? And if so, how did you or how do you cope with that? Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Caffeine. Like, yeah. I try. Yeah, coffee is one of my biggest things. Or like, if I know that I like, I'm gonna be super tired because mm-hmm. I didn't get enough sleep. Like, I'll get the biggest drink at Starbucks. Starbucks. And then because <laughs> I add so much sugar to it, and mm-hmm. then I'm hyped for a little bit, but then I get and then you so have to crash. Sleepy. And yeah, then later, yeah, the that's sugar that's crash. what I do sometimes. Like, cause so I always bring something to school where it's like, okay, I know at this time of day I'm gonna totally be like yeah. down on my energy yeah mm-hmm. and then it'll last for a little bit and then just like immediately after it's like I'm right back to where yeah. I started maybe even less yeah so yeah That's it's true. super frustrating mm-hmm. um and has the lack of sleep ever affected your physical mental and or emotional health oh yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> I feel bad for some of the people that talk to me in the mornings because I am not yeah. nice yeah. I'm not a morning relate. person even when I get yeah. nine hours of sleep like, oh I'm yeah still not Same. a morning person Same. so I feel really bad for them whenever they have to yeah i'm just cranky all around so i do feel bad 
but also like half the time somebody can be talking to me like maybe if it's one of my friends like I'll try and wake up a little bit but if I don't know you and you're trying to have a conversation with me I <laughs> literally will be like oh yeah um, like not retain yeah. anything that's how I am like it, it'll go right over my head yeah. and I just kind of sit there like with a very bland emotion like yeah. I just and not... I think about it later and I'm like oh my god I totally was not listening <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and you're like oh yeah. well just because I'm tired it's like my brain turns into like a different person <laughs> I totally understand. Um, So how can you ensure that you guys will get an appropriate amount of hours of sleep per night? Like, is there anything that you think you could try to do differently? Even though I know it's hard to, like, try to, like, alter your, like, routines and stuff Mm -hmm. that you're already accustomed to. Mm -hmm. But could you think of any ways that could, like, contribute to benefiting, like, you and your sleep schedule? Like, if you can think of any, what would Um, they be? I mean, I like days, like Thursdays, when we can start at 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's really nice. But if it was like that all the time, I would rather be at school early and get out early yeah. mm-hmm. than be at school late and late get and out, get out late. late. Yeah. 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 So, just, so I really don't think so. I mean, yeah. I mean North Side's really helpful. Yeah. Too, it's just kind of... I'm tired, I can just... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I do go so take naps during North Time. But sometimes, like, between, like, my schedule or whatever, I do... Like, from the time I get home, which is normally around, like, 3 o'clock, maybe 4, to the time that I have to go to tutoring at 6, mm-hmm. or cheer maybe at 8 or whatever, I can still take a pretty good nap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I get home, I'm not as sleepy, but I can still go to sleep and, like, have a good nap. Yeah. I think that's really important just to know how to, like, distribute, like, your t- or, like, time management mm-hmm. is really important because, like, I do the same thing. Like, I'll kind of think about what I have to do when I get home, what I have that night, what I have, like to do right after school yeah. or whatnot and then like decide okay do I have time to like rest and relax or do I need to like get everything done and then like vegetate yeah. but yeah it's super important but thank you so much guys I appreciate yeah, your input you. <laughs> okay <laughs> furthermore to wrap things up sleep deprivation is a real thing it's not bad and it comes with many consequences and I would really really encourage people to try to avoid it as much as they can because I know this mostly happens during the teenage years when people start you know entering high school and college that when it that's when it becomes very serious because at this age you know age starting at about age 13 14 that's when the commitments and the responsibilities really start piling up and one thing after another you've just got so many things to do and so many activities and things that you want to be involved if involved in and participate in so it's very important to make sure that you can try to set schedules or use a calendar to prioritize things that you have to do or want to do in order to set a good sleeping schedule because if you just you know, if you set a calendar and you have all these things in line, okay, I need to get this done and get this accomplished, you know, once you're done, then that can lead to better sleep and better sleeping schedules. And receiving enough sleep will benefit you for your whole life in countless ways. It's not something that, oh, if I get good sleep this one night, it'll be great for me for the next 24 hours. No, if you continuously get enough sleep, get good sleep, it will benefit you, or excuse me, benefit you for your entire life. So it's really something to take into consideration. Really just balance out your sleeping hours and make sure that you are getting enough so that it doesn't um, affect you negatively and in any health-related ways. So thank you so much for your time, and I hope you take a listen. Thank you. Furthermore, to wrap things up, 
sleep deprivation is a real thing. It's not bad and it comes with many consequences and I would really, really encourage people to try to avoid it as much as they can because I know this mostly happens during the teenage years when people start, you know, entering high school and college. That when it that's when it becomes very serious because at this age, you know, age starting at about age 13, 14, that's when the commitments and the responsibilities really start piling up. And one thing after another, you've just got so many things to do and so many activities and things that you want to be involved if involved in and participate in. So it's very important to make sure that you can try to set schedules or use a calendar to prioritize things that you have to do or want to do in order to set a good sleeping schedule. Because if you just you know, if you set a calendar and you have all these things in line, okay, I need to get this done and get this accomplished, you know, once you're done, then that can lead to better sleep and better sleeping schedules. And receiving enough sleep will benefit you for your whole life in countless ways. It's not something that, oh, if I get good sleep this one night, it'll be great for me for the next 24 hours. No, if you continuously get enough sleep, get good sleep, it will benefit you, or excuse me, benefit you for your entire life. So it's really something to take into consideration. Really just balance out your sleeping hours and make sure that you are getting enough so that it doesn't um, affect you negatively and in any health-related ways. So thank you so much for your time, and I hope you take a listen. Thank you.